And now, now, without further ado, let me hear it. It's the Buck and Dex Show. This is a stupid show. I figured we needed to pay homage to Paul Velasquez. Paul uh, Double Rainbow Velasquez, he actually passed away a couple of days ago. You remember when people started auto-tuning songs on, oh, yeah. on YouTube? That was really one of the first ones that really kind of took off. Yeah, they made fun of that in like the, the Kimmy Schmidt show. Like the intro to that kind of like plays on that. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Paul Velasquez died a couple of days ago. Uh, what, did he, so, what did he die from again? Heart attack or what was it? I think he had a heart attack, yeah. He was uh, – They heart. marked it as, as uh, COVID. I'm sure they did, yeah. Everybody's yeah. marking everything as COVID, you know. <laughs> You go in with a gunshot wound and you die, and they're like, COVID! You died of COVID! <laughs> Complications of COVID-19. Complications of COVID-19. So, uh, welcome everybody to the Buck and Dex podcast. Dex, obviously, is not here. He's uh, got some stuff he's dealing with. So, Ricky, uh, I can't pronounce your last name, has uh, graciously <laughs> agreed to join Kock, us. Kockerschwede is German. Kockerschwede is German, yes. Um, yeah. And... Uh, our very good friend Chris Burnett, also known as the mayor of downtown Albuquerque. Oh, I don't know about that, but yeah. And the host of the <laughs> Team Drink Minimum podcast is uh, joining us tonight in the in, in the studio in the basement, I guess. Not really. Hon- Honored to be here. Yeah, man. It's uh, I'm glad it finally happened. It, it only yeah. took like three months, but thank you for being patient, man. Yeah, I'm actually like down deep in the heart of downtown. When uh, John Bones Jones got arrested for the DUI, I actually heard him heard someone shooting off a gun <laughs> so you were saying you saying you live downtown near the strip club not far not far um, right, right above it <laughs> right right above down below it <laughs> stuff drips down into my place oh <laughs> nasty so yeah so uh chris burnett has this tendrick minimum podcast and and you know i've said this on your podcast before but uh you've been just like super instrumental in helping us get this thing going our podcast and you know i just can't thank you enough for for all the help that you've uh, you've given us so um so for people that don't know about your podcast mm-hmm. why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about what you guys do how long you've been doing it who's on it all oh, of that kind of stuff. um we've been doing it uh 14 years wow um, before, like it was one of those things where um kind of out of boredom um, I feel like, you know, I feel like people listen to the radio and they're always like, you know what? I want to do that. And they think that they can do that. And the real truth of it is most of the time people can't, um, they don't really understand that, you know, cause it's, it's not easy. Um, it's one of those deals where you get on a microphone and like, if, if you go to a, if you go to like a, uh, an event and they have a podium with a microphone and no one's there, people love to walk up to it and talk on the microphone. Yeah. Like, love it. And, um, they don't really understand that there's there's actual skill involved, but um, I've been doing it for 14 years, probably poorly, um, <laughs> and, uh, and we we try, you know, we, we basically do like a talk show, kind of like you know, like a, a radio show, like a morning radio. We we we'll have guests, we'll have topics, we'll have um, like you know, we, we do it live on Sunday nights from six to eight, and we'll have a chat room. Um, sometimes we'll have surprise people that pop in out of nowhere, you know. And it can be any anybody from someone from Breaking Bad or someone from uh, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Comic Book Men. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've had I've I really enjoy. It's funny. I guess time has gone by. I really enjoy talking to people who just do really strange jobs. That's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. 
What's the what's the weirdest job interview you've had as far as like a per, like talking to somebody about their job? What's the strangest job you've encountered? Um, I'll say uh, there was this this woman and she was an assistant to bands like like their personal assistant. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't really understand why anybody would care what I do. And I'm like, really? I mean, you, you don't understand that people like get up in the morning and drive to their their desk job and you don't think they want to hear what it's like to be the assistant for like Marilyn Manson or Slipknot or like literally like two days after we did the interview, they flew her to Dubai for five days to be the masseuse for Justin Bieber, which, you know, and I just found it really, and she's like, well, I can't talk about who I work for. I was like, that's fine. Just talk about your daily job. And so many people were like, you know, that's what I want to do, you know? And she like part of her job was is like if they were going to like uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and one of the band members was only likes PBR, she would have to call ahead and say, all the liquor stores, do you have PBR? And if they didn't, she'd have to go buy a case where she was at, pack it up, ship it to Nashville. So when she got there, she could get it and he could have his PBR in his dressing room, you know, just weird stuff like that. Yeah. And for me, that that's that's an interesting person to talk to because, you know, I, I actually have a day job. I get up, I go to work and I sit at a desk. So yeah. I want to hear I want to hear what the garbage man's daily life, you know, what his life is like. I've been trying to get one, but they're all like, ah, f- I'm afraid to talk to somebody because I might get fired. You know, dude, I actually know a guy who works for the Department of Waste. Uh, yeah. Is that what called? Solid Waste? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I have a buddy who's a supervisor over there. His name's Rob. I could probably get him to come on your podcast if you want. Oh, totally. Yeah. I got a guy that I met today. Um, I'm uh, building a house up in uh, the East Mountains of Albuquerque, and we have a porta potty, and I'm the only one working at the job site. And uh, I've been sliding the in use switch over so the people walking don't don't use it. So we keep it clean, obviously, during COVID. So I go over there, and I it's in use. I'm the only one there. Yeah. There's a garbage truck just to the right of the porta potty. I didn't even snap. I slid it to open, and I met my garbage man while he's taking a taking a shit in oh. my. Yeah, <laughs> quite interesting way to meet your garbage man. Um, he didn't. So was, he actually, was he actually sitting on the crapper? Yeah, he was sitting there. We were like like literally one foot away from Surprise. each other, and like I'm like bro, and he just looked at me and was like, man, you know, you gotta take a shit. Nice. So, uh, he sat there with the door open and had a conversation with him. Like, hey, nice. buddy. Just I should have just, just looked, like tipped it over and be like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jackass style. Just go, Woo! Yeah, that's what you get. I don't know. Do you know what, though? I don't think I would fuck with my garbage man. No, I won't. <laughs> that, he's that the guy that's know, he might know some stuff about you. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's the guy that they got asked for. He's the guy that they'll fetch it out of the trash if they need to look for something. So nice. I got to, I got, that's what I told my, my uh, brother-in-law came by later and I said, yeah, I, you know, I want to get mad about it because it's like COVID. You want to keep your bathroom clean, you know, but then at the same time, yeah. like I'm going to have a relationship with this guy. He, he handles all my waste. So I can't <laughs> piss him off. Right. He, he might steal your identity. You never know. the mailman and him that's about all i gotta worry about other interesting guests we've had had ghost hunt claims to talk to the dead uh because like one of my mom's really into like horror you know not with my mom but for my mom just like at their house and we'll 
try to get ghost hunters or, uh, you know, guy that talks to the dead. You know, mm. it's all very interesting. And my dad just sits in the back and just goes like that. He shakes his head. Yeah. But, you know, which, you know, sometimes we don't have any guests at all. Just you should, uh, you know what? You should have Ricky on. Ricky actually probably has some pretty colorful stories he could probably tell you because I don't know. I, have you guys ever met before? Have I introduced no. you guys before? No. No, we've never met. No. So Ricky actually um, manages UFC fighters. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, and he's also got a fight promotion that he does. Um, but I'm sure he's probably got some pretty interesting stories about UFC fighters that he could probably. Yeah, I used to listen to like you guys back in the day. You guys would always have Rashad on the on the show. Yeah, I always loved that. That was cool. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. like, the neatest thing. I, I think at some point I'm going to write a book. I'm just not sure. Yeah. I'm still in the business, so I got to get a little bit more out of the business, which. Maybe it was a sign with COVID that they're supposed to get out of the business a little bit, but uh, we'll see. But yeah, no, the fight business is wild, man. The the stories of having to have stuff proceed. And now I've kind of transitioned into the sports agency, so I manage fighters now. So wow. I have a roster of guys uh, that I represent. So uh, no, nothing is intricate in some of the bands and stuff like that as far as, you know, the writers and the request, but definitely some interesting stuff. Oh, I'm sure there's some culvert char- characters in that. How do you... Uh... How do you feel about right now, Dana White? You know, he he's fighting to like. I mean, they had they had, they started the fights back up. Clearly. I'm actually watching it right now. That's why my eyes keep panning up. Oh, okay. There's another show on tonight in Jacksonville, and uh, you know, I, I think it's cool, man. I think uh, I, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theory on this whole COVID thing. I, I mean, I, I'm not discounting the fact that people are getting sick, and uh, it's a bad deal for for people that are high risk, but. I think that um, I, I'm, I think this is a huge step for sports. Um, him and Donald Trump are buddies, so uh, Donald Trump is kind of using this uh, as a gauge to see how to integrate sports back in. So whether you like Trump or you hate Trump, Dana and Trump are buddies. And so if this goes really good, then it's great for sports. If it goes really bad, then it's bad for Trump and for Dana. What I didn't get was how UFC had to shut down but the WWE was still going. <laughs> That's what I was like. How the hell is that? How's that work? Well, that yeah. was actually that was the reason why they were able to go into Florida and fight because uh, the WWE they said wrestling was still an essential essential business that needed to be open. And you know, you've got a lot of crossovers. You know, between WWE and the UFC. You know, you've got. Brock Lesnar that came over. Cain uh, Velasquez. Cain Velasquez. Ronda, Ronda, Rousey, Ronda Rousey. Uh, what's There's another one. There's another woman that's uh, one of the champions that's from MMA. Uh, I can't think of her name. I don't know. I don't know. In the in the WWE? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. And Ronda was definitely there. There's some. I know there's some other girls that have, have done it. Um, I'm trying to think of. Actually, some of Ronda's buddies. Uh, have have gone on to it as well. Some of our training partners, but but yeah, no, it's it's definitely interesting. The the whole essential non essential um, stuff with fighting and UFC. So I, I mean, they're testing all these guys. They caught a fighter what last week? I think that had it. Yeah. Um, and his cornerman. So yeah. I mean, it's just wild that um, you know it's wild that they caught him, but at, at the same time, yeah. they didn't let him into they didn't let him into fight. So someone got it in the I chat. Mean, Shayna Baszler. That's who it is. Yeah, Shana. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Actually, Shana did, Shana did train with Ronda, I think, for a little while. Yeah, she yeah. looks pretty tough, man. I don't. I would never mess with her. 
Yeah. Shane, Shane's old strike force used to do the old guitar dance every time she won. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She'd do yeah. Like a little guitar thing. So, Have you guys, uh, speaking of the of COVID, <clears throat> have you guys been tested yet for, for the coronavirus? I have not. I haven't. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I mean, if, if, if it's something that's readily available and free, whatever, look for antibodies. Yeah, it's it's free. I actually got tested this morning, and oh. I'm pretty sure that I had the coronavirus probably about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. That's how I feel about it. And uh, because I didn't have all the symptoms, you know, I didn't have, I had like a slight fever, but I didn't have chills. I didn't have body aches, but I couldn't breathe. Like it was, it was to the point where I had to actually go out and get a, like a little primatine mist inhaler. No, man. Um, but I think I have that vaping and shit you do. I don't, I don't think that's it because I don't have <laughs> working out or anything like that. It's just uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think, I think I probably already had it, but I wouldn't have tested today. And uh, hell, yeah. I pulled up and, you know, they, they take your ID, they give you some information they tell you to pull around. So I pulled around and it was at the Loveless downtown. Do they stick that thing like deep down in your nasal passage? Yeah. So get this. So, I pull up and there's there's two cars in front, right? I'm in I'm in the front in the right lane and there's another car in the, in the next to me in the left. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy in there and he's 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 probably in his like late fifties, early sixties, and and they test his wife and and she take she takes the test and and then they start working on him and every time they go to stick that thing in his nose, the guy was like pulling his head back, uh, pulling his head back, and I was like, oh shit, this is not going to be good. That's what so, I. Would- so the lady came over and she's like, are you ready? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what's the best way to do this where it's the least painful? She's like, lean back and just hold on to your steering wheel. So <laughs> I, like, I like reclined the seat a little bit, you know, and cash. Well, when, when, when you had the sign that said COVID testing in the rear, did, wasn't that a sign that you might've gone to the wrong place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that you that posted that? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I lean my seat back and I like grab on the steering wheel and the, the, the test swab that they use, it's probably 10 to 12 inches, you know, and they take that thing and they stick it all the way back there. And then as soon as she gets it back there, she says, now I have to count to 10. Oh, and she starts counting to 10 and she's sitting there like turning it in my nose while she's doing it. And I'm like, holy fuck, this, this is bullshit. <laughs> you know, yeah. did it hurt and, or was it just uncomfortable? Um, yeah, it was super. And as soon as she finished, man, my eyes just started watering. Like I started crying. My eyes were watering. But uh, but yeah, I got my test today. So I don't uh-huh. think that um, I don't think that uh, she said that they can't tell if you've had it. They're just testing to see if it's active in you. So once the antibody tests come out, then I'll I'll go and take that to see if I have the antibody. Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure I already had it. How long before the yeah. turn before they tell you if you have it? Uh, they said it'd be ready in 24 to 48 hours. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. You know anybody? Do either one of you guys know anybody that's actually had it yet? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Um, I know someone who died from it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think I know anybody. Not that I know of. Nobody has come forward and said, yeah, I, I've had the coronavirus. So, so I don't one, think so. One of my college buddies uh, just got over it. He was a EMT. And so, you know, he's on the front line. So he got it. But um I, I wake up every morning and I kind of play the game show. Uh, is it allergies or is it COVID-19? Cause it's like this season has been the worst allergy season I've seen 
in years. And so I'll get up in my, my, there's stuff in my throat and immediately I'm like, Oh, you know, I have coronavirus. I have the coronavirus. <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, do I have a fever? And then I'm like, I feel hot. And then I go and test myself and I always have like less temperature, like 98.6 is like the average. And mine's like 93.4. Like, right. I have hypothermia. Yeah, right. My buddy's uh, wife got it recently. She works in the healthcare field and um, she's had it for almost three weeks and they retested her again. She's still positive, but she lost her taste and her smell for two days. Oh, that was it. Yeah. But he was like, hopefully it'll come back. And sure enough, it came back and she still has it in her system. So she's still in quarantine from uh, uh, my buddy and their kid. But yeah. neither one of the, the kid or my friend have it. But they they tested her and loss of taste and smell for two days. And that's it. So I think there's definitely something to the mm-hmm. to the blood type theory where like where some people, certain blood types, it attacks more than others. Because the explanation behind how some people have no symptoms or don't even notice it. And other people are just on their on their uh, you know last life lifeline. Well, that, that NBA player, the guy from Utah, that's what happened to him. He lost his taste and his smell. Yeah, the one, mm-hmm. the one that thought it was a joke, and he was like touching everything. He's like, ha, ha, ha. And yeah, like yeah. touching yeah. bones and stuff. And it's like I think he lost his taste and smell. I hadn't heard, I hadn't yeah. heard that since then. I don't. Yeah. Think. Yeah. There's a couple people that I that I've heard of that have had that. I think Von Miller did the same thing for the Broncos. I think his oh, wow. was just a taste and smell two days. Everybody's yeah. is two days. That's the weirdest part. Go to what your taste and smell for two. Everybody that I've heard talk about it says two days. It's the weirdest number. That is a weird so, number. Yeah, it's weird though. But I, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's just wild. It, so where I live, I live near the ski resort up on the backside of the mountain. Uh, the okay. turnoff. The weekend, like every day up here is like, I've never seen so much traffic up here. Nobody's staying home. Everybody's going out. <laughs> it's like for some it's got to be spreading if it was going to spread crazy because everybody is out nothing's staying home so there was a whole week so i worked from home during the day and there was Mm -hmm. one week where i went out twice and it was during the daylight and there's an apartment over here and there was a car smashed into the sign three days later i go out again and it's over on uh, lomas someone's smashed into a, a street light and I was like, man, are people just like rusty or what's going on? <laughs> like, what the shit, man? Yeah, I, Dude, like, oh. I don't. I went to. Um, I, I got my wife a new car and uh, a, a different car, I should say. And I had to fly to Amarillo to go pick it up. So I fly from here, you know, here to Denver. Which, by the way, well, you I, had to fly. Oh, hold on, you had to fly to Denver to fly to Amarillo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you always haven't met this guy, the cheapskate. No, 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 no. Dude, got a good deal. So the flight, the cheap flight was actually from Albuquerque to Denver, from Denver to Iowa, Iowa to Chicago, Chicago to Amarillo, and that would save me a hundred bucks. It would have taken me twenty three hours. Or you could have just drove there for like three and a half hours. Yeah, but I had to get the car back. Well, you could have somebody take just take a friend. Yeah, don't answer that. You called me one of them. Not Dex, obviously, because he's not he's nowhere to fucking be found. But he would have had to borrow a car. He got he got uh, he got eaten by a mountain lion when he was on a run. I saw he was like, yeah. So, so anyway, um, I get on a flight from here to Denver, and there's literally seven people on the flight, right? Oh, wow. And it's seven thirty-seven. It's a it's a full it's a full fucking a full size jet right yeah and i think four of the seven people 
were sitting in first class because it was, it was on United. So they had a first class section. Okay. The other three of us were in the back and I was actually sitting right behind an emergency exit row. And so the flight attendant came around and I asked him, I was like, Hey, I was like, is it cool if I just move up to the emergency exit row right in front of us? And he looks at me and he's like, I'm sorry, sir. Those seats are for people that pay more for them. And I was like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? I was like, who's going to care? And he's yeah. like, I'm sorry, sir. And I was like, he, really, he took a stand on that. Wow. Okay. No, <laughs> no I don't care if no, they go bankrupt. No, no mimosa for you. Yeah, no mimosa for me. I didn't even ask to go to the first class. I could have asked to go to first class because there were still plenty of seats up there. But I just asked if I could move up to the emergency exit row. And he's like, sorry, sir. Park's closed. Maybe he thought you were handicapped. <laughs> Why? Well, what am <laughs> You're all connected. You're like, Sir, you realize that's for a uh, willing and able body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At least let you sit in the exit row. There's a little more leg room. That's what I was asking. I just asked him if I could sit in the exit row. And he's like, oh. sorry, can't do that. But so, anyway, uh. so I get to Denver. I've got a little quick layover in Denver, like not even an hour. Then we hop on the plane and go to Amarillo. And there was probably, I mean, the flight to Amarillo was, there's probably 20 people on that flight. Um, but we get to we get to Texas, dude. Nobody, I swear to God, nobody in Texas that I saw was wearing a mask. No, I don't care. Not one person. Let's you know what John Mooney, this guy who follows the podcast. Yeah. Uh, he's in San Antonio. I'm curious, John. Did you see people wearing? Are people wearing masks in San Antonio? Because nobody in Amarillo wore a mask. They had hand sanitizer out at the dealership. But nobody was wearing a mask. Not one person. Should have stole the hand sanitizer. It was a huge bottle. I know. I should have thrown it. You can sell, you can sell that shit here for good money. Yeah, yeah, big dollars, big dollars. The the, the porta potty company was uh, telling me in Albuquerque that during the toilet paper deal and the hand sanitizing stuff that they were people were just going around robbing uh, the shitters of all the of all the supplies. Another hand sanitizer. <laughs> Uh, so I put some uh, sulfuric gasket in in my hand pump at the thing just in case somebody tried to steal it so that they would burn. Oh it, so. Jesus! <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, flew to, I flew to Denver last August, and we had a good layover. So there's a steakhouse in the airport, and we go to eat steak. And I, and the lady's like, "What would you like to drink?" And I was like, "I don't know. What local beer? What local beer do you suggest?" And she goes, "Coors." <laughs> and I went, "Touche." <laughs> yeah. me. that's funny yeah that you, that's like saying like do you want green chili uh, yeah. on your on your pizza here it's like yeah. you gotta do it right so if you're in denver you gotta have coors the banquet beer you gotta drink coors the banquet coors banquet yeah. um, and i just laughed and i was like that was a good one yeah fell right into that so uh Ricky, uh, checking in with you. So you have been building a house. You're building a house up in the hills. How's all that stuff going? Because you had a Good. you had a situation where some fuckery happened with a contractor, and uh -oh. that all worked out. Yeah, yeah. He slowly. So I gave him some money, and uh, I, I won't say which product because he's still paying me back. But uh, he took about close to forty thousand dollars. Never ordered anything in December, and. Then uh, I was like, yo, uh, when's the product come in? He said, Monday. And then Monday came and Tuesday came. And then I realized he wasn't going to give me my product. So he started to uh, make it right. So we're about halfway back on the 40. 
which keeps the project going. So we're we're close, man. I'm excited. They're building uh they're they're building some restaurants and stuff out here too that open up as soon as all this lifts. Um, but man, just lost ten pounds swinging hammers and you know keeping me in shape and like just constant movement. So I, there's never a good time for a pandemic, but man, it just I'm locked at home working on my house like everybody else. Like the landfill's full and the Home Depot and Lowe's. I go there and I'm like, wait a minute, how does this work? So they can operate at 20%, and on a Monday through Friday, 20% capacity is probably 200. There is only maybe like 20 people in the store on a normal time when everybody works. Now there's all 200 in the store Monday through Friday, and it's insane the logic behind everybody's home projects, landscaping. Uh, it's cool that it's getting done, but but uh, not a lot of staying at home. So I, I'm staying at home. Yeah. Weekend warriors all week long is what I would yeah. say. Well, my friend Brock is actually uh, one of the assistant store managers up at Wantabo at the Lowe's on Wantabo. Mm -hmm. And he said they're doing every day, they're doing Black Friday numbers. Wow. Yeah, they, they have to be. They every have day. To be. Yeah. He said they're doing between three and $400,000 a day every day at Lowe's on Wantabo. That's like, cool. Yeah. It's that busy. Wow. Not, I don't throw your friend under the bus, but I love Lowe's because when you go to Home Depot, right, they have like the tent and then they have like the spacing thing. And then they look at the thing and it's like, it's like, all right, you got to wait, man. And then I look at the exit, two guys walk out, they let two in, right? Yeah. You go to Lowe's and they're like, they're looking at a, they're looking at like this screen. It's not even look like it's on. And they're like, you're good. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. You're fine. You're fine. I'm like, <laughs> These guys are counting shit. Just watching like, yeah, bro. They're pretending. Uh, they're pretending to count that shit, man. I go to Home Depot. No, nah, man. I'm sitting there waiting and waiting to get in. And then when you get in there, the lines, like, oh, my gosh. And and it seems like they need to open up more registers, too, because it is like Black Friday every single day. Like, But uh, maybe they're finding, having a hard time finding people to work. And then you always have the self-checkout, and then someone's using it, and they don't know how to use it. So then the person has to come over there and teach them how to use it, which makes it not a self-checkout at that point. Yeah. That's, that's the worst, though, man. I, I still haven't mastered the self-checkout. You go to some places they want. Right. It's like like Walmart. Their scales are so sensitive. like. Yeah. You, you like have a cracked egg. It's like, oh, sorry, you need to tend it. And then, right. you know, then your pen, like, you know, your pens aren't weighing the correct weight. And then it calls the attendant. Like, Lowe's and Home Depot, not so bad with the weight issue. But, man, I'm like that guy who literally, like, goes and scans it. And it stops me every two minutes. And I'm just like, what the hell? But, <laughs> but like, Chris, Lowe's, I, go for it. Yeah, Chris, how you been getting along during all this stuff? So, I mean – you uh you have a your day job is uh, I, don't, I don't know what we can say about it but you're kind of a computer guy you're you're a computer genius I would I don't know about a genius but uh, I work for the federal government um, I have a high uh, uh, clearance um, and I can work from home I mean so that's not been it's not been terrible it's just really weird like watching the news and see what they tell you and then open an email from work and see what they tell you, which are usually the uh, not the same thing. So that's kind of weird. Wait, like, so the news is not telling the truth? Uh, I'm just saying like, you know, <laughs> they talk about like everything the country's going to open back up this, you know, at this point. And then I'll get an email and they'll tell me when we, when we probably can go back to like a, a, uh, the office and it's way later than what they're telling you on TV. So yeah, I actually met with a guy, um, 
today, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but they say real estate people are essential workers. And I kind of put us like, you have nurses up mm -hmm. here and you have realtors that are like down here. Yeah. But they call us essential. But I actually met with a guy today, him and his wife, and she works for TLC Plumbing. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, she's still working. Yeah. And he works for Intel, or not Intel, he works for HP. And they have told them right now at this point, they're not going to be coming back to work until probably end of September, early October. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But when you get it like when, when the federal government is like on TV, they're like, oh, here's when everything's going to be reopened. And then you get an email and they're like, we actually have no idea yeah. when you're going to go back to work. It's like, huh, <laughs> that's that's interesting. It's weird. It's, it's nerve wracking watching these state press conferences with yeah. like the governor. And uh, I just want to know what the meat and potatoes are, what we're doing. I don't need two hours of talking about, you know, no. like I, I watched the first part of it and it was like, okay, so the metro area, we want to see it at 0.15 before we, we start reopening more things. Today we're at 0.16 and I'm like, fuck, we missed it by 0 0.01. Like, can we get, there's no over under on this shit. We're just, we're just <laughs> fucking missed it by a 0 0.01. Yeah. And I turned it off. So then I get back on Facebook two hours later. It's still live. And I'm like, what could we possibly be talking about? Like yeah. for two hours of this, like we get it. Well, and to me, it's weird because like you, you would see these like video videos of like grocery stores completely cleaned out. And then here the stores aren't completely cleaned out. But then like you'll go and you'll like you'll have like one item you want to get. And that's completely wiped out. Just that one thing. Yeah. And then everything else is full. And you're like, what the hell, man? And, yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 paradigm has shifted shifted now, and now it's not. Uh, I actually went to Costco this morning, and I was actually able to buy toilet paper. They actually yeah. had toilet paper. Good shit. Uh, yeah, they did. No, no one intended, but yeah, they had toilet paper. And uh, but there was zero ground beef. None. It's all gone. Yeah. All the ground beef is gone. There was chicken, but no ground beef. So so now everybody's hoarding ground beef. Yeah, I, I, they're going to do that. I mean, I, I've been Brody, my mechanic, uh, his mom owns a, a uh, ranch out here and they do, I buy a quarter cow. And so she said she's just getting bombarded with yeah, requests for it, which I like grass fed beef. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and so I've gotten it from her. It lasts me almost a year when I buy, I mean, yeah. a lot of meat, you know, like inside so, of beef. Yeah. Yeah. We, I buy a half, a half cow and it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of meat. So uh, you were in Amarillo. <laughs> no, Buck was. I was. I was. No, Buck was in Amarillo. He could have just. They have like five meatpacking plants there. Oh yeah, yeah. I should have done that. Should have done that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah but you can. You, you, you can. Uh, you can get. She. She's like. You get first priority because you've been buying meat from me for years, and I'm like, awesome. I better because I've seen. I've seen the store shelves, and uh, I've heard of the uh, Wendy's. Pulling along one patty, saying they're going to chicken in the next few weeks. No, I, so, I guess. Yeah, no. Wendy's Wendy's is already going to go to full chicken. I think next week, and they will only let you order a single. Uh, I think Carl's Jr. I had a buddy that went to Carl's Jr. said they only let you have a single patty. You can't get doubles. Really? So, yeah, bro, it's <laughs> happening. Yeah. So I guess I've thought about being vegan. So maybe it's time. No, you can't do that, man. You're, because, wait, right. <laughs> you'll just have to talk about it all the time. You're just going to have to talk about how you're vegan all the time if you do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you got to do, right? When you convert. 
So do you, yeah. do you CrossFit as well? I mean, um, <laughs> I don't. My brother does, so I see enough um, weightlifting videos to last me a lifetime. Oh, so I'm pretty sure I'm I'm not interested in watching any more weightlifting videos from anybody. Oh. So if you guys post your videos of you working out, I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't CrossFit in, so I can't do it. I've said that from the beginning. That's my yeah. running joke because I don't CrossFit in. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Okay. There's apparently some new trend right now on TikTok, and I want to know if you guys have seen this. It's called. It's people are milking cucumbers. No. So. Uh, wow. <laughs> So uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to read this and I'll, and I'll tell you, uh, I'll read what it says. If you cut off the end of a cucumber. Why are you rolling your lips over your teeth while you're telling the story, bro? Come on, spit it out. (laughs) So if you cut off the end of a cucumber and then start rubbing it in a circular motion against the area of the, uh, where you just cut, um, as you do it, apparently white stuff is supposed to start coming out of the edges of the cucumber. And then you brush all that stuff off, eat the cucumber. And they said it actually tastes better. What? Have you, have you, have you seen this or heard I this? I didn't know people are going around saying that cucumbers. Were uh, disgusting, here, but... cucumber. here, so last time I was in Utah, my sister-in-law was kind of making this vegetable tray and she was like, Oh, I'm going to milk the cucumber. And I said, excuse me. Like I'm from the South I'm from New Orleans. I know most little tricks and I've never heard of that, but she did it and she learned from her husband who's from Alabama, um, his grandfather. So you cut the edge off the cucumber like this and then you start like rubbing it together in circular motions. You see, you can already see that white stuff coming out. So I don't know if you've ever had a cucumber that's a little bit bitter, like it just doesn't taste fresh. That's because you have to milk your cucumbers. So, <laughs> your milker now. Look at all that bitterness coming out. So this cucumber is going to taste so fresh now. <laughs> I'm like before. Are you guys getting excited? It's like cheese. <laughs> yeah, this chick definitely works for the Jack Shack. Yeah. <laughs> I learned it by watching you. What the hell? She for sure is a massage therapist at a at a at a salon at a you know up and up place. Oh my god! <laughs> Got the technique down. How do you even keep a straight face while you're doing that? No kidding, man. I was I was reading the story and I was like, this shit can't be real. There's right. like got to be some like some thing about this. But apparently, like that's the new thing that people are doing. They're milking cucumbers and it's. Or dudes in the background all jealous of like that. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's like, come on, really? You're going to put your skills down on this thing? Right. He's like, <laughs> he's like, it's not Friday. Yeah. That's something that, that people do because they're bored as shit. I've never heard of that in my entire life. Well, my question is, how do you figure out like that you need to milk a cucumber? Like, how does how does that even happen? You know? I always wonder how people figure out anything. Like somebody was like looking at a cow one day and they're like, I should drink that. You know? <laughs> I'm thinking that they were probably just, um, someone was probably got the cucumber and they broke the head off and all of a sudden they were rubbing the cucumber and, and they realized that it had fluid in the end. And maybe that's how they found it. <laughs> found it out. 
Okay, so my question to you guys is how soon is this going to be incorporated into somebody's fucking disgusting porn video where it's going to be like cucumber milking and something? That's where they learned it. Are you shitting me? Well, yeah. yeah, I, yeah right. And I know this from watching. Pornhub, man. I don't, I, okay, I, I'm not a porn guy, but I know this from watching the new TV series Dave on FX with Lil Dicky. And <clears throat> apparently there's porn called milking porn. And it's almost kind of like glory hole stuff where they just like, you know, you have a, a hole and you get milked through the hole. Huh. So maybe that's how this You sure do know a lot about this from a TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you guys watched, <laughs> watched Dave yet? I, I, have like I watched a little bit, yeah. yeah. A little bit of it. Chris, what did you think of it? I'm a huge little Dicky fan. Like I've been a little Dicky fan for years. So I need I was, to give it another try. I only watched one episode. There's so much shit to watch that it's I need to give it another I, I only watched a little bit of it and I was distracted because I have a phone and I need to learn not to do the phone and the TV at the same time. Yeah. Dude, that's the worst, bro. My my wife and me, we like trade off on TV shows. And so if it's something she wants to watch or I go on my phone, I have no idea what's going on. And now yeah. I'm watching uh Bosch. And uh, she was into season one. We're on like season two. Okay, season three. She got on her phone. Now she don't want to watch it no more. Yeah, it's like this is a great show. Yeah, I'm trying to not do that, but yeah. So I'll give it another try. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, um, he's, he's, it's, it's, a, it's a must. It's a must watch. All right. He's a super super talented guy as far as just like his his rapping ability, like his his flow is just ridiculous. Started out on YouTube, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did start out on YouTube. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know a lot about him. I thought it was just a TV show character, but um, yeah, yeah. Now that I uh, then I looked him up, I'm like, oh, dude, this dude's for real. He's good. Yeah, Mark Basler just asked if uh, did you just say you're a fan of Little Dick? No, I'm I'm a fan of Little Dicky. Little Dicky the he rapper. He doesn't watch pornography, but he knows all about making cucumbers, though. I now, I mean, we just saw a how-to video on how to milk a cucumber, so now I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I do this thing now where uh, I watch YouTube videos for like seven hours, you know, and just that's, like, called, that's called a YouTube hole, bro. That's getting yeah. sucked into a YouTube hole. Yeah. Well, that's, there's, I mean, that, a, that's you, all you, the, you on TikTok. Uh, I've done, I'll do some TikTok. I'll go into a TikTok hole every once in a while. I just can't stand this shit on TikTok where they're like um, standing up in a tree and they're about to fall off. And you're like, wow, is that guy going to shatter his pelvis? And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, subscribe to see the second part, and then you're like, ah, son of a bitch. You know? I, I, there's yeah. one thing I wasn't going to do. I wasn't going to get on TikTok. I'm not going to do it. Um, I yeah. refuse. Okay, so let me, ask, let me ask you guys a question. Is there... Okay, so I always bust Dex's chops about the way he speaks because I'd say a lot of the time things that come out of his mouth sound like they should be coming out of like a 14-year-old girl's mouth. Okay. And I'm wondering... Is it age appropriate for people like us to be on TikTok? Like, what's what's the age cutoff for TikTok? Because it, it really seems like it's it's you, you've got to be like twenty five or under to really participate in TikTok. Under thirty, under thirty, yeah. Because I see a lot of uh, the TikTok stuff is like kids saying fucked up shit to like older to their parents and stuff. Yeah, to see what their parents will say. So I feel like that's a you know he yeah under thirty. Uh, I just get people will send me shit and then all of a sudden I like swipe down and then I keep watching it. It's like, fuck, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I can't do it, man. I can't even like, I'll watch them when they just show up on like an Instagram timeline, but I don't go just mm-hmm. through TikTok, TikTok, TikTok videos. My wife is 
is doing it now and some of our friends are hooked on it, man. I'm just like, no, nah, I'm a grown man. I can't do that. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, and then there's a lot of celebrities like that do it. I saw um, J-Lo and uh, uh, what's his name? A-Rod do a lot of TikTok stuff. And I was just like, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Chris, uh, what's his name? Chris, what, not Chris Rock. What's the freak? Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Yeah, he does a lot. They're, yeah. they're, they're horrible. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm about to do TikTok. You're like, Waiting for it. That's like that's a deal. I'm about to do TikTok. Waiting. What blows my mind is a lot of these celebrities now have YouTube channels, and yeah. like Kevin Hart has a YouTube channel, a uh, fitness one, and you know, really, yeah, huh? And he has other celebrities on it, and they they do these fitness challenges together. There's there's tons of like it's it's so odd like that. You know, you have TV as a media. You have you know you have podcast media. Then you have YouTube as a media, and YouTube like these people are making millions of dollars. And you're just like, really? You know, like, holy crap. You know, some kid, he made like $18 million in a year unboxing toys. Oh, Ryan's Toy Review. Yeah, my kid's <laughs> you, you know his name. I mean, I, I don't even know his name. I'm just like. <laughs> so my, my, my two daughters, they play, um, they're, they're six and seven. And they play a game on, on uh, play a game called Roblox. R-O-B-L-O-X. Yeah. And it kind of seems almost like Minecrafty a little bit because it kind of has like that pixelated thing. Like it's not like really sharp characters. They look like Lego people. And um, they're always watching videos of this girl. And I think she's like 13, 14 years old. And her name is her screen name is Karina OMG. And apparently there's a website that you can go to. I had a, a friend over here the other day and uh, and he we were talking about this and he was telling me about this website where you can actually go and see how much money these people are making off of Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. This little 13, 14 year old girl, she's making between six and $700,000 a month. Jesus. Playing this stupid game. I mean, seriously, just playing this game, she's making six to 700 K a month. Wow. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> we're, we're grinding it out on the podcast and these kids are playing in, yeah. Roblox and they're making you know almost a million dollars of million dollars a month doing this shit, and, and then and then they get free shit constantly from like all the sponsors and whatnot, and you're just like, <laughs> wow, yeah. Well, you know what's funny is like this whole Ryan's toy review thing. Like, I've been watching this kid because my kids have been watching his videos for a long time. You can see the progression of him as his family starts making money. <laughs> as when you watch the first videos, you know. <laughs> They're in this shitty little house in like house. California, you know, and it's like a two bedroom fucking, you know, thousand square foot little dump, you know, and they're out in the yard doing these videos. And now, you know, you look at his videos now and they're in like a seven, eight thousand square foot house, you know, and it's fucking white marble everywhere. You yeah, know, it's got an Armani suit on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wearing like he's got his little Dolce and Gabbana glasses on and shit, you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. You're getting there, buddy. You're you're getting there. Good for you. <laughs> Good. For you know, you. and you know, and you know that they like walk on eggshells around the kid. You know. Yeah. Like they don't want him to get pissed. Don't piss, you know? off. Oh, don't piss off the meal ticket. <laughs> meal ticket. Yeah. <laughs> they call him meal ticket, but not in front of him. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's gotta be. That's gotta be. You know, as a parent, it's like it's like for us. It was like Macaulay Culkin, and you know. In all those those kids in the back in the day, the parents were just spending the money. Now it's like this kid unboxing toys. You know, his parents were like, Ugh, "You let him make those videos." Now they're like, "You better make some more videos, Junior." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, feel bad. 
they're going to be there's you know what there's going to be a whole generation of fucked up youtube kids you know they're going to be like the next um you look at these these tragic stories of these child actors you know like the drew barrymore and and and, and those types you know the lindsay lohans and you see how fucked up their lives got and there's going to be this whole next generation of it's not going to be child actors but it's going to be these youtube stars these kid youtube stars that have made millions of dollars and just fucking lost their minds. It's going to happen. Did you well, did you follow the whole Corey Feldman um, pay-per-view movie thing? No. What? Tell you me about Oh, you didn't see any of that? Where no. he was like, we're finally going to uh, show the, the, the documentary that we made that's going to expose high-level people in Hollywood to uh, uh, pedophilia. Oh, yeah. And then they, they did like a $20 uh, pay-per-view. And... And then the whole thing was like it was Charlie Sheen, supposedly. Charlie Sheen oh. like raped Corey Haim on the the film set of uh, Lucas, allegedly. So I was just kind of like, what's that's that? one of the, that's one of those things where you're like, I can see that happening. Yeah. You're like you're like if they would like you're like who is this sounds like a lie, and then they go Charlie Sheen, and you go oh oh <laughs> maybe not. <Yeah. laughs> What, what is he? What is he doing now? I haven't heard his name in forever. I don't know. He had, last I heard, he had like he had HIV. Not not full blown AIDS, but HIV now. I think. Nah. And then uh, you know, then strippers and porn. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Tiger's blood. Yeah, Tiger's blood. Um, yeah. I just yeah. typed in what's Charlie Sheen doing now, and uh, Charlie Sheen opens up about his addiction battles. <laughs> Shocker. Jeans, unbelievable transformation. Oh, that was an eighteen. Um, I know he's he refuted the 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 accusations, but it was like right before all this happened that that was like a for like a weekend that was the big story was Corey Feldman. They were going to do this pay per view, and uh, just the <laughs> fact that they were doing it all as a pay per view to me was just like okay. Yeah, you know, and then uh, supposedly like uh, people paid, and then it didn't start on start on time, and they said that they were hacked and that people were t- taking it down, trying to cover it up, and then huh. finally finally they showed it. Yeah. So, you know. Did you uh, yeah. did you watch, did you buy it? No, 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 <laughs> no. I torrented it. I'm not giving Corey Feldman my money. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I did see I did see that like his band did one of the songs for it and then that like charted. So he like actually was on the charts for a little while. Huh. And I was like, okay. Good for him. America, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> So our uh, today was the day that the state has decided to partially start to open back up. Ricky's actually on one of the boards, aren't you? Aren't you on like the board for uh, gyms and whatnot? Yeah, reopen gyms uh, across the state. So we met <clears throat> probably I don't know, three, four times, put in a couple hours each day, gave our recommendations for the first wave of opening. Some, you know, just to try and give our advice on what it's going to take to open up a gym and. So, we, you know, I, I was talking to a lot of my gym buddies and, you know, yoga business, uh, jiu-jitsu business, mixed martial arts business. And I thought that they were going to include that first wave of opening up today. Yeah. So when they didn't come out, when she didn't come out with that, 
we missed it by point zero one, or we would have been open. I uh, I was kind of getting a lot of phone calls. I'm like, look, you know, we give our advice, we give advice to the, you know, to her, but she ultimately makes the decision. And yeah. you know, what can you do? I mean, Jim is a tough one, right? Because uh, this is a vapor borne illness, so yeah. breathing hard is is a way to transmit it. So how do you go to the gym and not transmit it, right? I mean, well, yeah, and running in a mask or running, you know. Or lifting in a mask would be tough. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things that they want is people to wear masks. And so, uh, I guess they're you know what I tell these guys during the first wave, if you have to wear a mask to be open, it's better than they're not saying it has to be a certain grade of mask, but a face covering. So, yeah. put your Crips and your Bloods on, and let's you know <laughs> you know go to the gym. You know, <laughs> but uh, everybody's gonna have the same rule. Uh, but it it is nice to see a lot of people getting outdoors to actually get exercise. Yeah. As opposed to jamming into health clubs and just ripping it, you know, there's a, it's weird how we're reverting back to like the way we should be, you know, with communication and like with each other and talking and cooking food at home and eating, eating together with our families and taking walks. And uh, it's weird, man. It's weird to see people just uh, going back to the way it was when I was a kid, where we go till the streetlights went off playing football or baseball or, or basketball, whatever the sport was in the street. Riding, riding your bike. Yeah. 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 There was, you know, now I'm afraid for my kids to ride their bikes, you know, not, not anymore. You know, my kids are older, but yeah. there was some time there where I just, times have changed where it's like, you just, your kids, you didn't want them at the park. You just didn't do things. And now we're, we're reverting back to those things that we did when we were younger to, you know, to keep busy. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier. He's a, a nurse. And uh, he actually did an interview with KUNM, and he was telling me that you know they have to wear at work, they have to wear those big like respirator masks, and uh, they had them like you know they, they're busy. So he was like he was running around, and they were like running him around, and then finally he had to tell him he's like I gotta sit down because you can't breathe very well through them. So yeah. you know, it, it just yeah. I was like oh man I never I didn't think of that but yeah 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 no no doubt there, there was a story of the gal that had passed out because she wore a mask so long she was driving with it like an idiot and it was like she passed out she had too much carbon dioxide and she, oh. she it's like okay here we go you know the masks are necessary in the in the essential field right but yeah but you know driving your car by yourself i mean you're just protecting you're just recycling your own dirty ass breath you know that's just thin with the herd bro that's all that is <laughs> Yeah, but you but you know if your kid's out riding the bike, you know what I mean. Yeah. He decides to go drive the car. <laughs> right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So, so we were actually able to, um, you know, uh, you guys all know we have uh, some businesses downtown, and and the liquor store was actually able to open up back, open back up today finally. I saw um, people over there. Yeah. 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 I actually just looked at the at the. The, the report and people are black going friday in and, numbers huh black friday numbers uh no not black friday numbers <laughs> but i mean you know all we did was we posted after the press conference that we were going to be opening on saturday and uh you know we went down there and i went down today and checked it out but we opened and and uh you know got all that stuff going i don't think that we're going to be able to have a concert at the el rey my guess is probably until sometime next year if, how can that work for you though? Don't you have like a mortgage or rent or something like that? We do. We do. Fortunately, our, uh, our landlord's been pretty cool about everything, you know, and, uh, she's being, being a realist about it, you know, yeah. and, I mean, we're, we're barely able to use, you know, 10% of, of the building 
that you know we have such a large space that we can only use a small portion of it so she's been <clears throat> super cool and super helpful about it so um, yeah. well i have a fight scheduled july 18th uh up at uh in santa fe in buffalo on the indian reservation oh wow so yeah so i i don't know man i mean i'm waiting to see if the natives run concerts which they're scheduled to in june like well, you're so, in a fight or you have a fighter fighting no an actual fight with you're crowd fighting. Who he, yeah, actually, he has a fight promotion that he does. Promotion. Oh, oh I thought maybe you were going to get in the you know in the octagon. Fight. No, no, that's just me and my wife during COVID. Uh, so yeah. that's separate. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so, so we, uh, yeah, so we have a, a promotion scheduled. Uh, if you go in any Circle K in the state right now, they're already advertising for May and June. Um, and we did it with the uh, peanut butter whiskey company uh, that we did the promo with, but. I mean, we moved our April, what was it? I think April 4th fight into, and then we already were scheduled for July 18th. And so the tribes are going to open back up sooner yeah. than anything else. They can do whatever they want. Uh, so I think at some point we'll see how it just could get interesting. I mean, I obviously don't want to run the first mega event in the state with the crowd. Um, so I do want to see what it's like for the, uh, you know, the cut little concerts or, you know, uh, at some of the venues. So we'll see. Uh, I'm hoping someone tests the water first. I don't want the media attention uh, for it. But if they want to run it, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I mean, if they want to run a show and other people are doing it, I'll, I'll probably uh, wind up doing it. <laughs> yeah, um, David, um, that's called being ripped, asshole. Uh, so uh, have you guys, so on social media, there's a guy from Rio Rancho and he has a big flatbed truck and he's putting a screen on it and he's going to do like this, like a drive-in theater somewhere around town. Have you seen any of that? I haven't seen it, but I've actually seen around the country that people are doing that. Like uh, the whole drive-in movie theater thing has, has kind of come back. Yeah. And, uh, people are throwing up screens and they're doing that. That's, that's a new thing that people are doing. I just always wonder how they go to the bathroom. It's like, uh, what do you do there? You know? Gatorade bottle, bro. Gatorade bottle. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the old yeah. school. I thought it was a yellow one. Yeah. Whoops. I think they're going to try to do it every weekend. And, and uh, they found a place, I guess, they couldn't stop them from doing it. Oh, and good. Food trucks and whatnot. Yeah. Hmm. So look for that somewhere on Facebook. I saw, I don't know. I don't know who the guy is. I just saw that was happening. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then someone's like, well, what movie are they showing? I'm like, <laughs> it's who called cares? Outside, Not in Your House. Who cares? That's, yeah, yeah. who cares? They're, they're showing something to get you out of your house and right. take your mind off of this shit. So, what, what, are you guys, what are you guys doing to keep yourself busy if you leave the house? What, what's your thing to do? Um, I ride my bike, I go get coffee, ride my longboard around, stuff like that. And yeah. Well, he's downtown, though. I mean, you're literally, you're literally like right downtown. So you I have. All of that stuff around that you can go and do. Try to figure out where the gunshots are coming from. <laughs> it'll, it'll always be around knockouts if it's not. It's called it's called a desk pop. All right, it happens. Desk pop. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of the Bro Bible? No, I've heard of it. So there's a website called Bro Bible, and uh, they always put up interesting information and yesterday bro bible put out a, a list a map with all of the favorite drinks for every single state the most ordered cocktail in every single state 
And uh, if you could, if you just took a stab, what do you think the number one drink in New Mexico would be? Four loco. No, it's a it's a mixed drink. Oh, mixed drink. Margarita. That would probably be the most popular. I'm gonna uh, say uh, Moscow Mule. It's not a Moscow Mule. I don't think anybody has a. Let me see if anybody's got a Moscow Mule. Hmm. Really? Uh, I don't think I must be thinking seven years ago when it was all over the fucking place. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Mojito? No, no. Actually, hmm. believe it or not, in New Mexico, they say the number one cocktail in New Mexico is an old-fashioned. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. And we're, we're actually bookend by Arizona and Texas with both of those being the Paloma. I don't know what the hell that is. Dude, when we get to... If we ever open Founders again, mm-hmm. yeah, Josh, make you a Paloma. It's uh, it's either a mezcal or tequila drink. You can make it two different ways, I believe, and uh, it's amazing, absolutely uh, stunning. That's why I don't know what it is. <laughs> tequila, tequila is that that booze that I can't have. Oh, you don't get to you don't get to do that. You don't play mm-hmm. nice with tequila. No, I was uh, we're actually doing margaritas tonight. I'm pumped up. Really? Yeah, I'm taking a day off tomorrow, man. We're like 30, 30 days straight. Uh, so taking the day off tomorrow. Yeah, aren't you paying people to build your house? Why are you out there swinging sledgehammers? I'm gonna make sure it gets done right, bro. There's certain things that I'm doing. I'm doing all the insulation. I'm doing all the. Did you just crack a joke? I did crack a joke. Yes. So no, I'm doing it right. I'm doing a lot of the stuff myself. So want to make sure that that it comes out the way I want it. Since I used to be a plumber, so. Oh, nice. With yeah. with. The guy who was talking shit to me, David, we used to work together and uh, I used to show him how to be a plumber, right? So now he's a good plumber. So oh, wow. uh, yeah, I'll, tell you a good, I'll tell you a good story about David since he's talking shit about me on here. So uh, <laughs> David, when he first got married, his mother-in-law had a, uh, a he's probably going to piss me for telling the story. His mother-in-law had opened up a business. And uh, so he went over there to help her out and put the water heater in for her, put a new water heater in. The next day, his mother-in-law came to the shop, and it had burned to the ground. Okay. And uh, he accidentally <laughs> lit, the, lit the closet on fire, went home, and it was smoldering. <laughs> and the shit burned down all the way to the ground. Oh, damn. So, you know, when I, I made a lot of mistakes in business, and that's what made me good at what I do. That's why David is such a good plumber now, man. How many plumbers do you know say you can burn a, a fucking house down before you learned how to do it right? <laughs> Hey, you didn't tell me that before you had him come install my water heater. Oh, well, that's probably a hit, motherfucker. Don't burn a tap down. In David's defense, I he did an amazing job installing my water heater. I've I've uh, seen a lot of water heaters get installed, and and they're not always right. He did a good job. So no, he's a great he's a great plumber, man. He he always was when we worked together, but. He fired the first shot, so I had to put the finishing shot in. Man, he burned his oh, mom's house down. Oh, wait. His mom, I'm sorry. You know, so the thing is, is you know that he can never live that shit down. He'll be like, he'll be like well, you know, I, you know I did that right. And she's like, you mean like when you put in my water heater? Yeah. <laughs> when, when you burned no, it. It wasn't leaking. It wasn't leaking when I left, but it was on fire. It was on fire. Yeah. You would never live that shit down. Yeah. You know, the thing, the thing about Ricky, Chris, that you have to understand is like, you don't ever want to get into a pissing contest with Ricky. Like you don't ever want to try to prank Ricky or one up him because he's that guy that always goes so much fucking farther. Like, like immediately, like, 
Yeah, like if he comes into a room and you, you know, you think you're funny and you put a tack on his seat and he sits down on the tack and he's like, oh, fuck, I sat on the tack. The next thing you know, all four of your tires are going to be gone off of your car and they're going to be, it's going to be up on like blocks, you know, be like, <laughs> oh, no, like, there's going to be a map to your tires or something. On fire, on fire. <laughs> let's, t- let's tell the actual story to what happened when oh, here we go. you were actually in on this. I think, I think you were actually in on this, but. Uh, so I played a joke in the studio with Shannon and I put her in some kind of chokehold. Uh, and so you guys thought it would be funny to like superimpose bruising marks on her. Oh, no, that, day, hey, hold on. Stop. I was gone when that happened. That was all you guys. I actually wasn't there. Dex is the one who did this, but continue. Uh, so anyway, so Dex, like they superimposed this like bruising and her husband is like furious and they're talking about calling the cops. So they like start recording me. So when you talk about getting me this one time, they got me good. So they record me like, I'm like, dude, I didn't even like mean to do that. And I didn't even, I didn't even choke her. Like what the hell is going on? Right. So they're all playing a joke on me. And I'm like, I'm like freaked out. Like, I'm like, God, I hope they don't call the cops, you know? So I'm just like, like, it was like, it was, it was a great prank. They got, that was the best anybody's probably ever gotten me so the next day i decided when i came in studio i was methodically going to torture dex and so i took out all four tire stems in his tire in his in his range rover at the time (laughs) and i and then i put him in an envelope with the wrench so he could reinstall them uh back in there and i even left him a little 12 volt pump but i made sure that it was like the lowest pressure pump so he would still try and pump it up and the motherfucker was out there for like four hours just to get for it because I knew if I didn't leave him the tools that he would just have somebody come pump it up and he'd be out of the way. So I wanted him to have the pump to like hang himself. That's pretty rough. Give him the rope. And then he started and he tried to pump him up and it took him almost an hour a tire before he could leave the studio. But he did get me good before that. Yeah, he did. He sure did. That's pretty awesome. Oh man, that's funny. That is funny. All right. Well, um, I guess uh, I guess that's probably it for today. Um, you guys, have anything you want to talk about? Anything else? Uh, not, not really. I mean, people can check out my show. It's on Sundays from six to eight p.m. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Ten Drink. It's a, it's a lot like this. You know, we tell stories or we have guests. Uh, but uh, yeah, check it, check us out. Yeah, I don't know when Dex is going to be available to come back, but we'll uh, be a little more consistent with the shows now. And uh, <clears throat> I was actually telling Ricky, you didn't hear this, but I was telling Chris this off 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 the air. Um, there's a band that I've been following since about 2015 that I'm a huge fan of. They're called The Wind and the Wave, and uh, I just kind of reached out to them randomly. I think they're on um, I, I can't remember what label they're on. They're on some label, but I just reached out to them randomly, you know. And I've been kind of randomly reaching out to people like, hey, it's kind of slow right now. Do you want to hop on our podcast with us? But these guys actually uh, wrote me back and said that they would come on. So I'm going to try to set them up for next week. So if Dex isn't out, maybe one of you two guys can hop on and, and do the show with me. We can interview those guys and yeah. kind of chop it up with them a little bit and, and uh, you know, just hang out. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much. Chris, thank you so much. for Thanks for everything, for helping us. Uh, get yeah, no problem, man. You've been super helpful, and I just so appreciate it. And, Ricky, thank you as always for stepping in for Dex because, you know, he's a fucking slacker and, uh, you know, we'll, fucking Rex. 
Nice to meet you. I'm show. not gonna fuck with you. I'm not gonna fuck with you. <laughs> nice to meet you too, man. Good yeah, hanging out. I'm telling you, that's not the he's not the guy to do that with. So I believe you. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for being on. We'll uh. We'll talk to you later, and uh, we will see you guys all soon. Take care. That's all we got. There ain't no more. Time is tight. It's the end of the show.